Hey guys, it's a whole lot of dude, Crash Jackson, and you're listening to Wrestling with Entertainment. This is the red right hand, Megan Mason, and you're listening to Wrestling with Entertainment. This is the misfit, Crystal Moon, and you're listening to Wrestling with Entertainment. Hello, 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 and welcome to the show. It's Wrestling with Entertainment, bringing you the latest exclusive interviews every Wednesday on YouTube and CastBox, sponsored by Rogue Energy. Use promo code Wrestling with E for 10% off your next purchase. I am, of course, your host, James J., alongside the returning Calico Yachts. September has ended. And like Green Day, I am finally awake. And Scooter Dust. I gave away all my used batteries today, free of charge. And it's a <laughs> great, it is a great day for wrestling, because we are wrestling with the Misfit Crystal Moon. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how are you? Oh, not too bad. It's, uh, I'm happy. It's October. It's my favorite month. I'm a little biased because it's my birthday month, but I'm, and it's Halloween, but I'm excited that it's October. (laughs) Well, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. It's in a two and a half weeks or so, but, um, I'm excited. It's my dog's birthday this month as well. Oh, so cool. overall, October's October's a great month. <laughs> oh man, that's dope. Happy birthday mm-hmm. to the dog. We'll get yeah. to them later. She's she'll be a year. We're we're gonna have a joint birthday party. I've I've already decided. <laughs> that's awesome. Could you tell us what you got coming up wrestling wise? Yes. So um October 30th, actually, I have um, a show in Hamilton for um, HWE. It is a gauntlet match for their um, women's championship. It's the first ever uh, women's championship. So, fingers crossed, I win that and make history there. Um, So, I'm really excited about that. And then on Friday at 1130, um, I have a match debuting on YouTube for NSW. It is also a number one contenders match for NSW Women's Championship. So that's super exciting as well. Um, So I have that coming up. And then I have Courage Pro Wrestling in November on the 14th, which I'm excited for to be back in Hamilton. So got a couple things coming up. So it seems like you have a lot of opportunities to go for gold. I, I'm hoping I can, uh, by the end of November, I can, uh, or end of October, I can bring home a couple championships, and then October <laughs> will be an extra great month for my household, so. Crystal two belts, hashtag. <laughs> exactly, we can get that going. And where can we find you on social media and uh, get some merchandise as well? Provided yes. More. So, um... My Instagram is at crystalmoonpw, and that is the same thing for Twitter. And then I do have a pro wrestling tease as well. Um, hopefully, it'll be coming out with um, an, a new T-shirt. Hopefully, by the end of this month, early next month. 
Um, so that'll be coming out as well. Um, and then I don't really have a Facebook, but uh, you can just find me on Instagram and Twitter. Okay, and all of those uh, links will be in the description of the video below, both on YouTube and CastBox. If, if Facebook and Instagram haven't been wiped off the face of the earth. <laughs> well, exactly. Hopefully, hopefully it comes on, uh, it comes back on soon. Um, now, you work for Crossbody Pro and PWO. Can you tell us about your relationship with those companies? Yeah, so um, Crossbody Pro Wrestling is actually um, where I trained their um, academy there. So that's my home promotion. It's near and dear to my heart. It'll always be uh, my home gym, my home promotion. Um, and then PWO, um, I've had the opportunity to um, go for their trios titles. And that promotion is very um, special to my heart as well. Um, they've given me a lot of opportunity to wrestle some great people, go for titles, um, and really push the, the the misfit. They've been very supportive of that. So those are two of my favorite promotions for sure. All right. And Scooter, you have a question. Now, one thing we ask about here on Wrestling With Entertainment, we like to go into our guests' first matches. Now, there, oh. there is a very unusual aspect of your very first cataloged match okay. Casey Spinelli. <laughs> yeah. What was it exactly, and how did it come into fruition? <laughs> um, I was dressed, I was in a panda mask. It was, uh, I was Kung Fu Panda. Oh, you will... The character. So I, yeah, it was, I came out to Kung Fu fighting. Um, it was great. It was my very first match in a mask. I didn't have to really worry about much. Um, but Spinelli has been a really big part of my career and has helped me grow. Um, so that match uh, was very special to me to have it with her. But how it came about, um, it was I was just training, getting ready for my first match, and um, the promotion Rock Solid needed uh, needed another female worker, and I hadn't really developed Crystal Moon yet, but I was ready to wrestle. Um, so they said, here, here's this panda mask. Go train in it for like a week, see how it is. And I had so much fun. The kids loved it, and um, I unfortunately only I only did it two times, but maybe I'll bring it back in the future. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it, Halloween is coming up, but exactly. a follow a follow up question. Please tell me at one point during that match you went skadoosh. I didn't. Oh. <laughs> I know. I I know. I didn't. Um, unfortunately. Um, I, I now that you say it, I didn't really think of it before, but now I feel like I definitely let a lot of people down by not saying that and doing that. <laughs> no, there'll be, be another time the panda will rise again. And oh, for sure. In America, we got this wrestler named Pizza Cat Jr., and I mean, yep. your panda, your ninja panda, maybe there's a 
does a match there at Interspecies Wrestling. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yes, that's when I bring back. That's when I bring back Kung Fu Panda for sure. There we go. We're making matches here. Uh, awesome, Calico. You have a question. I feel like we're always making matches. We should be yes. bookers. Um, <laughs> Hopefully one day. So, so I want to go segueing from your first match as dressed as a panda, mm -hmm. and you're transitioning from become to becoming Crystal Moon. I, I want to know, uh, know the mental aspect of um, making that your own because we know crystal moon me low-key i watch sailor moon so that yes. they can shoot me all they want but whatever bro brother was watching sailor moon <laughs> love it perfect but just uh go in depth and detail of the inspiration of it and 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 your your love for it yeah definitely um so after kung fu panda retired um crystal moon came and the early stages of Crystal Moon, I, I don't know if you guys saw my later of my Instagram, but I wore a Sailor Moon outfit. Um, so it was very much a Sailor Moon, like, um, gimmick, right? Tribute to, to, the, to the show. And I, uh, I did that for a little bit. It wasn't too long because I realized it wasn't wasn't me um so i thought i sat down and i thought how can i be as much me and bring it to crystal moon and the misfit came about um i'm an emo kid i call myself the elder emo as well um so i just said i needed to be more like me and have fun and be genuine and that's how crystal moon the misfit came about because i've always been always been the misfit. I've always liked emo music, a little bit on the darker side. Um, so that's kind of how she came about. All right. And uh, go speaking more recently, you were opposite of the ring of Mike Bailey. Um, you know, yes. A lot of people hold him in high regards. Uh, can you tell us what mm -hmm. it was like to show a ring with him and what you learned from that experience? It um, was probably one of the most, like, crazy, one of the most crazy experiences I'd had um, so far in my career. Um, we drove down to Montreal, we did the match for um, IWS, and just being in the same ring with him and learning from him and asking for his feedback um, was just great. Um, and he... he is just obviously one of the best. And I found myself during the match because it was a six man tag. And I wasn't, when I wasn't in the ring with him, I was just like in awe. Cause I'm like, <laughs> how is he, how is he human? And then I, no, I'm in, I'm in a match. Crystal, you're in a match. You got to tag, tag in. You know what I mean? So it, um, it was great. Then, in the face. Yeah, ex exactly. I was like, I better pay attention or he's going to literally kick me in the face. Okay. <laughs> So I'm hoping down the line I'll be able to do a one-on-one -on -one match with him. That's obviously a big thing. So, um, but, yeah. Interesting. Uh, Scooter, you have a question. Yeah. So, up here. Don't forget the Burger King question. 
I will Burger King you, James. Okay, you... I'm sorry, puppy. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> she wants to get yeah, into this interview as well. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't blame him. It's quite rough. Um, you speak very highly of the... The... Uh, the... Uh, People who trained you. Yes. Tell us, tell us about the what some would consider atypical coaching methods of Chris Tidwell. <laughs> Notorious TID. He is uh, he is blunt to the point. He's going to tell you like it is. He's not going to sugarcoat it. Um, but he does have a little bit of a soft spot. Um, but he he's like everybody's like wrestling dad. Like, he's going to give you that tough love, and he's going to tell you like it is, but he's there to support you, and he loves you, um, and he's going to, like, tell you like it is, and he is, uh, yeah, going to teach you how to talk some smack as well. So, he definitely, like, toughened me up when I got there. Like, he helped me grow a thick skin was what you need in this business. And I owe a lot, a lot, a lot to Notorious TID. What smack talk did he teach you? <laughs> Just how to like, not to take, take it from people and like have, be quick witted and have a good comeback. He always, he always knows what to say. Um, so he, you gotta, you gotta have those quick comebacks when uh, you're smack talking. I can't say some of the stuff he said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. <laughs> he just, uh, he's just very smart. He's, he knows the right words to say. Um, so it's funny. He can like insult you without making you think he insulted you. If that makes sense. Yes, those are the best like, kind of insults. <laughs> He'll say something, and then you won't realize it, and then you'll it'll take like a minute or two, and you're like, "Did you just insult me?" <laughs> and then he's like, "Yeah, I did." I'm like, "Ah, oh, damn it!" <laughs> so, in the Marines, we call that tactfully getting in your ass. <laughs> that's great. That's funny. Uh, but that's that. Yeah, that sounds like Ted. Yep. Cool. <laughs> Kaliko, you have a question. Yes. Um, one thing I want to, uh, one thing that I noticed is like, right, if it seemed like you were getting into a groove and then the pandemic hit, uh, I could, like, 2019, you wrestled roughly 24 matches. So you were getting into a rhythm and all of a sudden it's just like, just came to a halt, right? Yeah. So yeah. what, is the thing that was just as far as like getting back into it where you see some things where you wanted to change not only about yourself and character but in moveset and and the difficulty of implementing that with stuff that you already know mm -hmm. so during the break from wrestling during covid like i really I found COVID with a lot of people, like it's not really just with wrestling, but like with any kind of hobby or job or you kind of like really reevaluate, right? Like 
for example, in like your day to nine to five job, a lot of people I know like quit their job and decided to do something else, like reevaluated. And with wrestling, I really like reevaluated pretty much every aspect. Like I got, I got new gear, like completely new gear. Um, I dyed my hair. I changed that. Um, I got into better shape. Um, I started taking my health a lot more seriously. Um, and then I, my training, um, I decided I went to a couple different g- gyms outside of crossbody just to get new like perspectives and new training styles. And I really realized what kind of style of wrestling I really like doing, um, which is like striking. And I also like to do submission as well. And I really tapped into that. So just trying to figure out how to fit that in to my current style and kind of shake it up um, is really what I really focused on. Um, so yeah, I pretty much, I feel like COVID really as weird as it sounds was beneficial for me um, because I just really wanted to spice it up. And like you said, I was really on a, a big, big role and I wanted to continue to do that. And I feel like I have been, so hopefully nothing else happens. <laughs> And I can get that ball rolling again. And I'm feeling it's getting back into it for the first like little bit was hard. But now I just I'm like, I'm on that like, I'm chasing that high again, right? Like I'm, I'm ready to go. I want to wrestle everywhere. I want the borders to open so I can drive <laughs> through the borders. So yeah. So and following up with that, what do you think was the most difficult change that you had to deal with in aspect from 2019 to now as a wrestler? I think the hardest thing was like, I think the mental part of it. And like, like you said, I was 2019, I was on a roll and the fans were behind me and I was worried that like, coming back, I'm, I'm assuming a lot of people were like this, but I'm like, are they going to care? Like, like I didn't do, there was some shows that were happening like tapings. Um, but I didn't really, I didn't do any of them. Um, so I was gone for a while during COVID and I was just worried that coming back, nobody would really care. And they'd be like, Oh, who is she again? And starting from the bottom. And that was kind of that mentality of like, are they going to care? Is this going to work again? Like, is, am I doing, am I Am I still good at this? Like, it was definitely that mentality game that I had to get back. I might get my confidence back. And um, that's pretty much, I think, was the biggest struggle for me, was just getting getting my confidence back. Interesting. Um, now, you, you wrestled Jessica Havoc on Impact Wrestling. I did, yeah. Can you tell us about how that came about and what the experience was like and what did you learn? So it came out of the blue. I got the call, like, it was probably three in the morning. Like, it was early, early in the morning. And uh, it was actually, like, a text and said, what are you doing tomorrow? And I'm like, i probably working because it was a weekday. And they're like, no, you're not. You <laughs> are going to come to an impact taping and Russell Jessica Havoc. So I was like, yes, I am. (laughs) And we drove down from Kitchener to Windsor 
And I got there and I met her and she is probably one of the nicest people I've met in wrestling. Um, she's fantastic. Everybody backstage was great. Um, and went there and she beat the crap out of me. Um, yeah, but I loved it. Good hits in. I got I got a couple things in, yeah. but you know, she did <laughs> beat the crap out of me. But it was uh, a really great experience. And honestly, from like that point, I really like dug into wrestling. I was like, this is what I need. This is what I want. I love wrestling. Like I really felt, I felt it, you know, like, so my passion for wrestling bumped up even more than it already was. Um, just being in that atmosphere and being around those people that like really are doing it full time and on TV all the time. So it was very inspiring. That text sounded like a kidnap letter from Taken or something. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. No, you're not doing that. <laughs> like, bad. I was like, okay, I'm not. Right? I, I know who I you are, and I know yeah. what you will be doing. Like, wait, what? <laughs> what did you do last summer? Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. But it was a whirlwind day, and I wanted, I want to do it again. Absolutely. And then, I mean, there is, like you said, things are opening up, so there is an opportunity. Yep, exactly. Scooter, you have a question. Yes. Now, you have, as we know, 2020 was a very tumultuous year. <laughs> yep. uh, but, but you did have a, I don't want to call it a, a, bucket list but a goal list yes. of, of everything you wanted to accomplish in wrestling how much of that is complete and what new things did you did you or would you add for 2021 i don't think a ton of stuff off that list um was checked off, unfortunately. Um, but I transferred a lot over for this year and 2022. Um, so one of the big things was, you mentioned earlier for um, promotions is PWO. So win their trios championships at PWO, which is like on the top of my list. Um, to do um, win the crossbody women's championship. I've been fighting for that for a really long time. And it would be um, great to have that championship just because, like, that's that's my home. I want to represent my home um, as well. There's a couple of people that I want to wrestle, like Lufisto. Um, I wrestled Shiloh, uh, would like to wrestle Shiloh, and I did. So I actually knocked that off this year, um, which was great. <laughs> I want to, obviously, once the borders are open, um, I want to go to the States a lot more. Like, that's top on my list as well. Um, get more merch. Um, so there's a couple of things that I've transferred over, but um, I have, like, ever-growing bucket list slash goal list. I'm always thinking of new things, so. I have the list here. Do you mind if I list it off? Perfect. Great. Win trios titles at uh, PWO with the Empire. Wrestle yep. more in the U.S., Barry mm -hmm. Wrestling, C4, yep. Seaway Valley, Alpha One, 
Russell and BC, I'm assuming that's Bullet Club, um, Russell out of East, hold a singles championship, Russell Solo, Russell Lefisto, crossbody women's championship, Russell Nova, Russell Cristara in a singles match, Mission Pro Wrestling, have a stipulation match, Russell in my hometown, GCW, AAW, Black Label Pro, AIW, Freelance Pro, Battle Club Pro, Russell Sue Young, and Russell Dundo Rosa. Yes. <laughs> I, was, I was aiming high for those last two. I was like, I got to round out this list with some big names. Just, I got to dream big here. Uh, that was actually not the one I was uh, uh, looking at, James. Oh. Uh, I was looking at a different one, and BC would be British Columbia. Yes. Yeah. I Not don't. Bullet Club, Jane. I mean, hey, if I can wrestle with the Bullet Club, great. That's the piece you can talk about. <laughs> Misfit Club, is there? See, there we go, yeah. Yeah. Um, you, uh, we kind of already talked about it, but kind of segueing in it. Uh, can you tell us about your tag team partners in the Empire, Matt, uh, Matthew Grant and G, uh, JT Cook? Yes, uh, I've known them for quite a few years now. Um, I met them actually at Crossbody. Um, I originally met Matt Grant when he was still roughing, and he was roughing at um, Crossbody, and then he, tra- he transferred over to being a wrestler, uh, and then I met JT shortly after, um, and they approached me with the idea of joining Empire a um, couple years ago, um, and I was like, let me think about it, like, I haven't really decided if I wanted to or not, to be perfectly honest, and then Matt was like, what do you think, what do you think, this is what we have planned, and uh, Matt is one of my best friends, um, and he's a great human being. Um, and he convinced me to, um, and he kind of told me what his vision was and what he could see from the empire. And I was like, I'm sold. And now I get to wrestle with two great people. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm not a very nice person when I'm with the empire, but Hey, (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you're getting it done. Yeah. Any heat on the United Empire for stealing the name? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> we can. It's a different. It's a little bit different. I'll. Uh, I'll give it. I'll. I'll let them have it. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Calico, you have a question. See, Black Twitter Empire is a TV show with Terrence Howard and and oh, I forgot her dang on name. But this girl named Cookie, so that's a whole another different empire right, I was thinking about. Taraji P. Henson. Taraji P. Henson. There you go. Psh. See, I was about to call her Nia Long. Don't even, don't even, don't at me. Please don't at me. Don't at me. All right. See, on the lighter stuff, see, this is where I go off the rails. So, I, one thing that I can um, agree with you as far as being expensive is daycare. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I never thought doggy daycare it's as expensive, but I'm going through the process of looking through doggy daycare for my dog and it's 
ridiculous. I had an over the phone meet and greet. And next week we have her consultation and meet and greet. I'm like, does she need a backpack? Like, what does she need? Yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> It seems like, so it's, oh, nice, it's nice to know it's like a kid, though. It's like you got to have a meet. Will they gel? Yeah. Yeah, look up their she, background. Make sure they're not yeah. criminals. Everything. 100%. <laughs> she like, she's like, it's a three-step process. First, it's you got to meet the, um, like the staff. So, like, the staff's going to pet her and talk to her. If she's good, great. Next step is how is she in a kennel? I was like, great. Third step, it's called the friendship test. You got, you, she gets to meet the other dogs. And if she passes, great, she's in the daycare. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it's a whole process. That process sounds like my kid's daycare. <laughs> 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 like, you got to gel with others. Make sure my son, my son's not trying to suplex nobody. As long as your dog is not trying to suplex anybody, I think right? you got to try. I know. Yeah. And then I have to fill out a new parent info sheet. So it's just like, how does your dog like to play? Does your dog like to be chased or do the chasing? Like, it's these serious questions. Like, what do you want the most out of your dog's experience at this daycare? It's a whole thing. Oh, that sounds exactly like it. (laughs) (laughs) That is exactly like it. What's his favorite number? Tell me other things about him. Is he allergic? Are they allergic to any medications? Emergency contact information. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> authorized to pick up like wait what yes 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 every all of those questions are on this questionnaire that i have to fill out before next week <laughs> and, and, and the form is like a dissertation so you got like jesus christ yeah i gotta i have to review it i have to sign it i have to make sure all of her vaccinations are good like yeah yep Nice to know that I'm not the only one in the struggle. (laughs) (laughs) Guru, you have a question. Yes. I want to ask you about a specific match, probably second of yours that would probably be the most nerve-wracking. Okay. You had a match against your other trainer, Ben Ortmans. Yes. And (laughs) one would think about competing against your trainer to be a very nerve-wracking experience or that they have enough confidence in you to be Mm -hmm. in the ring with them. Yeah. Was that one of the most nerve-wracking matches of your career so far? It definitely was. So I, uh, it was for the student showcase shows. We were doing a a tournament and my, the person that I was scheduled in the tournament to wrestle um, couldn't make it. And we tried to find people, I tried to find people and nobody, like there wasn't any spares. And the week previously, um, it ha- it happened, it had happened to me and I couldn't find anybody. So I didn't get to wrestle. So my coach was like, I'm not letting this happen to you again. I'll just wrestle you. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, well, it's fine. Well, it'll be great. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, great. I'm like, this is terrifying. Um, okay. Um, 
But once it kind of happened, um, we obviously trust each other, and I, I obviously trust him in training me and everything. And once it happened, um, it was good. And once we were in there, it was like, oh, this wrestling thing, it's fine. Um, and then after the match, he, like, gave me a big hug and said, kid, you did great. And that was pretty much it. <laughs> so. Ooh. But it's like, you want to you wanna make your dads proud, right? Like, they're my wrestling dads. So you always want to make your dad proud. So that was my big thing. I was like, I can't mess this up. I need to make him proud. This is a big thing. Um, but it was great. I overthink everything, and that's what I did, but it worked out great, and love to do it again. All right. And could you, can you tell us about winning the Crossbody Blue Ribbon Championship? I believe you beat Pretty Ricky for it. I did. Um, it was my first championship that I held, and I was the first female um, ever at Crossbody to, um, to hold a championship. Um, so I'll always have that, which is great. Um, it was a crazy match. Um, the, I was nervous going into it. Cause it was actually my, one of my first, if, if not my first title matches. So that was obviously really intimidating and nervous and being in the ring with a character like pretty Ricky, um, was also very intimidating. Um, so once it happened in the match, like one, two, three happened, I realized I won the title. Um, I tried to contain all my emotions. Um, I teared up a little bit. Um, and it was, it was nice because it was in front of my home crowd and they saw me grow. Um, I started as a 50, 50 girl into winning this title and I got the, you deserve it chant. And I teared up a little bit more and that's awesome. I like, yeah, it was, it was a crazy experience for me to get that. Um, so, and then I went backstage and I cried more and I got hugs and it was a whole thing. And then I had to go and I had, uh, uh, had a beer with the title. I was like, yeah, this is great. Um, so it was a really great experience and I will, um, go down in history as the first woman at Crossbody to hold a championship. So, yeah. And, uh, no, uh, um, I get my information on um, Cage Match, and it didn't necessarily say how long did you hold the championship. How ho long did you hold that championship? I didn't hold it for very long. It was a couple of weeks. Um, I was uh, I couldn't compete, so I relinquished my title. Oh, um, okay. So yes, because um, I want I I always big thing is being a fighting champion. Um, but at that time I couldn't be a fighting champion. So I did relinquish my title. I think I held it for two, two and a half weeks or so. Um, I technically didn't lose it. No. And have you got so, a rematch for it? I did get a rematch for it. Um, obviously I didn't win the rematch. It was oh. against pretty Ricky as well. Um, but I technically didn't lose it, so I'll always also hold on to that as well. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only thing that matters, isn't it? Exactly. Nobody pinned me for the title, so it's yes. it's it's fine. Yeah. I mean, technically, you could just come back and just be like, you know what? Y'all owe me, homie. I sh yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah. 
I mean, technically, Tommaso Ciampa didn't lose his championship, but here he is, three-time uh, NXT champion. You know what I mean? Exactly. It'll it'll come back. Is it three circle. times? Oh, two. Two times. My bad. Yeah, I was like two. I was about to <laughs> say, bad. wait a minute. <laughs> how, he, how is he three times and never lost? <laughs> my, my bad. Uh, Kaliko, you have a question. Yes, and this is a very important question. Okay. I have to take off my retainer for it. Uh, Backstreet Boys or NSYNC? Oh, and Your no. favorite Backstreet <laughs> Boys song. Okay, so definitely, like, I am more of a Backstreet Boy fan than NSYNC, but I do love NSYNC. Um, my favorite back. Oh, my favorite. My favorite Backstreet Boy song is "The Call." Uh-huh. Uh. <laughs> like, ah, oh, come on! The beginning of it, the video is awful, but it's like very. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it, but I don't care. The beginning with the guitar, like that's fantastic. Like, that's great. I, I play it honestly. I play it once a day. No word of a lie. Hmm. Once a day, I have to play The Call by Backstreet Boys. The Call by Backstreet Boys. See, I'm a Don't Want You Back. I think that was probably their best song to me. Oh. That is a good one. <laughs> but. Now, can you tell us about driving back from a tour in Manitoba, Canada? Yeah, so I actually, um, I didn't, we didn't drive. Um, we flew out to Manitoba um, and we like drove around a little bit, um, but I didn't have to drive from Ontario to Manitoba. That's a extremely long drive. I didn't have to do that. Um, but driving in Manitoba, there's not, there's not much to see. <laughs> it's uh, very flat and like neutral colors, um, but it was definitely um, a great experience um, to be able to wrestle there. And um, it was it was really cold. It was cold, <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, I was very fortunate to have that. And I think I was only like two years in, so being able to wrestle in a different province that early um, of a stage of my career is a uh, I was pretty fortunate for that. I'm actually talking about the flat tile incident. Oh, yeah. Okay. Flat tire incident. I'm trying to remember. Okay. It was, I can't remember exactly what, I don't remember exactly what happened. Um, but, and I don't remember the city. This is an awful story. Um, I, my concussion is like showing it's <laughs> true to college right now. I don't remember much of that. Um, I was probably sleeping on our way to um, another school because we had were wrestling um, at a couple different, uh, different schools. Um, but I just remember waking up and I was at the side of the road and all the boys were outside and I'm like, I love you guys, but I'm going to stay inside the car. I don't know what I'm doing and I'm going to be in the way. 
and I <laughs> just kind of <laughs> sat there. And I was like, "You guys look, you guys look great." I was like, "You look great, manly men. You look great." And I just sat there, and I'm like, "I'm nice. I'm nice and warm." Thanks, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, that was awful. I just sat in the car. Now, I think it's time for that segment once again, Coleco's Colossal Question. Oh. Why not? Let's get there. I feel like I already know the first the first song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I already got there. So, <clears throat> imagine this, madam. Okay. You're famous now. You're Crystal Moon is the biggest wrestling star oh. in the world. Oof. She's already okay. famous, Coleco. Hey, Come she's on. more fa- she's more famous than me. So, yeah, you know. Trust me. Anyways, famous to get a movie. See, that's famous. Oh, that's big time. That's the big yeah, time. See. see, there you go. See, you get a movie, and then let's say Ruby Soho decides, hey, I want to play Crystal Moon. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa, okay. That's how big it is, right? Okay. Every movie has a soundtrack. Yep. Based on your wrestling career. Oh no. Okay. Five tracks that best line with your wrestling career to this point. I feel like the call will be there because of the call you got with <laughs> Impact. I feel like that's a reference. I feel like that would should be a number one draft pick. But <laughs> Oh god, yeah. Yeah. Um geez, definitely the call. Like, yeah, for sure. Um, hmm. I would probably say uh, a lot of it are like nine, like nineties, two thousands pop punk. Bring it, bring it. We we here. Uh, I feel automatically like I gotta have some Paramore in there. So like, born for this. It's super cheesy, but that one or 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 Misery Business. Oh, okay. I, oh, I was thinking maybe hard, uh, hard times. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. Um, I gotta do what else? Ooh, I oh, I gotta think. What else? Um, I gotta do the use pretty handsome awkward. Mm-hmm. All right. Just because that's that's me, and it's also my current theme music um, as well. So that's uh, up there. Um, what else? What else? What else? Ooh. Hmm. I believe you need stuff. one more. Pardon yeah, me. One more. Yeah. One more. One more. <laughs> one more. Huh. Give me a second. I gotta I gotta <laughs> deep dive right now. I gotta deep dive. Um digging into the mental crate, I feel you. It's the yeah, like, that- <laughs> I feel like I have these lists of songs, like and I'll just spew them and then when somebody asks me and I'm like, crap, what songs? <laughs> what am I gonna say? Like, uh, okay. Huh. I feel like if 
if I don't do one of like a Sailor Moon song, I'm not doing my full story. Binding evil binding. Yeah. Do you got okay, I don't know if you're like huge Sailor Moon fans, but do you guys remember the song like um uh, I'm gonna be a star, star, star? Yes, that? yes, that yes, song. yes, I do. Yes. Yes, okay. that one. That 100% has to be in there. Okay, there right. you go. See. <laughs> our first our first anime song in the list. Yay! Okay. Yeah. I had to. I had to. Come on. Crystal Moon and the Man Children. <laughs> <laughs> now, you got your five songs. Do you lock it in? Oh, I feel like I'm on, like, who wants to be a millionaire or... Um, <laughs> The weakest link. I feel like I'm on the weakest link right now. I do lock it in. All right. Solid five songs right there. Now, Scooter, you have two questions that are specific to Canadians from Canada. Yes, because Canadians from Canada can't Mm -hmm. come from anywhere else. (laughs) Uh, So we are booties here on Wrestling With. Okay. If if you've heard food and you're from Canada, you probably already have an idea of where this is going. I think so. Where, in your opinion, is the best poutine in Canada? Oh. Okay. So, I, before I was vegan, um, I had the best poutine. I can't remember the the where exactly it is, but um, a lot of my family is in Cornwall, Ontario. So it's just like about 45 minutes to an hour from Ottawa, and it's close to Montreal. And they use like real cheese curds, not like grated cheese, um, and like a thick, thick gravy. It has to have it has to have cheese curds, not grated cheese. Like th- that cheese curds, fantastic. Um, but I can't, I don't have a specific like. I ha- I'm this makes me sound like a horrible Canadian. I probably <laughs> haven't had poutine in like two years, three years. I'm not gonna lie. I think they have to revoke your Canadian license at this point. I I know I know it sounds it sounds awful, but like I said I am I'm vegan, but I I struggle with like I'm weird with texture, so some of the vegan cheese isn't my favorite. Um, so yeah, I just haven't I just haven't had it. Um, I just have to find the the right cheese for me, and then I'll probably start having it more. But I feel like I'm gonna get a lot of people to be like, "What the hell? How can you call yourself a Canadian if you don't eat poutine?" <laughs> and there is one more question, Scooter. Yes. Uh, now, most of the uh, you know the U.S. Hollywood scene is dominated by Canadian actors and actresses from Canada. From Canada. <laughs> My question. Is Ryan Reynolds truly Canada's greatest national treasure? Oh. Whoa. Okay. 
See, I'm, I'm going to backtrack a little bit first. I am regretting not saying an Avril Lavigne song for my freaking theme. <laughs> like, I'm regretting it. Now it's like we're talking about being Canadian. I'm like, why didn't I do, like, the Queen of Pop, the, you know, freaking Avril Lavigne? Oh, anyways. Um, Ryan Reynolds, I don't like I love, love Ryan, Re- Ryan Reynolds, like, Deadpool. Great. I don't know. I don't know if he's, like, Canadian, like, treasure. I'm, I'm a big Jim Carrey fan. Um, um, Ace Ventura goes down as one of, like, my favorite movies, both of them. So, I don't know. I'm just a Jim Carrey fan. Um, everything he does, like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. That's, I, I wouldn't say. In my opinion, I don't think he's, like, number one Canadian treasure. That makes me sound bad, but... <laughs> now, this is the first time I believe somebody has actually responded with a different answer to that. And secondly, it's also the first time where we've gotten an, an alternate answer for entertainment rather than Wayne Gretzky. See, it's tough because like I played hockey when I was a kid, but yeah, I don't know. I like it's it's Jim Carrey. It's the Grinch. It's the Grinch. <laughs> it's it's Ace Ventura. It's the Mask. Like, come on! Like he has some classics. Like, so I don't know. We got to start doing a can a Canadian tears because I feel like Brian Reynolds is not even up there with Alanis Morissette, and that's no. just me. But. <laughs> That song, ironic, like, oh my, that, yeah, Alanis Morissette, Avril Lavigne, like, yeah. Yeah, but Avril Lavigne before she went all kawaii. Yeah, yeah. So TRL, uh, Avril Lavigne. Like, the top, like, I want Ty wearing Avril Lavigne. The complicated or Avril Lavigne. Yeah, yeah, the the tripped pants, yeah. No, like we we've established, you are a big Sailor Moon fan. Mm-hmm. What is Sailor Moon's shoot name? So are we talking like Serena or Usagi? Or and both? That is what I wanted to know. <laughs> Do you view her as Sabrina or Usagi? See, I I grew up with Serena, like, um, so that's like that's what I grew up with. But as I got older, um, I like watch her more now as Us- uh, Usagi. So it's tough. I'm both, but like I'm a little bit more sentimental towards Serena. Okay, because you know it. They just redubbed Sailor Moon in the. In the traditional, uh, the traditional way it was supposed to be, and not the censored version they had, in you know the the early days when it first came out. So yeah, that's kind of where I was going with that. So you're more pro. It's are you pro the uncensored uh, the censored version or pro the original, uh, the true, uh, version of it. Uh, see, it's tough. I think I'm, like, pro 
1992 like deke version um that's just like the sentimental to me um and i like i splurged and i found on ebay a couple years ago like that version um on dvd um so i splurged on that and that's more like my that's my favorite that's my comfort but like i'll watch i'll watch the the new stuff and obviously crystal and uh i'll pretty much watch all of it but i'm definitely more more serena the 92 to like 95 or 6 yeah all right leave it to james trying to start blood crib beefs over sailor moon (laughs) (laughs) i'm like now i'm having like identity crisis i was like which one do i like i like both but which one do i like better like i'm talking to myself at this point i mean it could be a bit of a cultural shock, find, like, you know, finding out that Jupiter and Uranus weren't cousins. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah. <laughs> From a controversial subject to an even controversial one. Oh, okay. Pineapple on pizza. What's your stance? 100%. I love pineapple on pizza. And your dog agrees as well. Timber agrees. She agrees, yeah. She loves any, honestly, she loves any pizza. If she's ever had pizza, she just likes to pretend she likes pizza. She's throwing her bone around right now. So, What's your spirit Pokemon? My spirit Pokemon. I would have to go with, like, classic Bulbasaur. Um, When I have it. When I have it tattooed on me, um, I come like the with in the in the series. It's like everyone was kind of like nervous around Bulbasaur. He seemed like this big, tough, strong um, protector type. Um, but deep down, it's like he's a big softy, and he he's caring of other people and the other Pokemon. So it's kind of like me. Um, a lot of people think I have, like, a, I'm a tough, like, kind of have RBS sometimes, so kind of people are like, is she, is she okay to talk to? But once they talk to me, I'm, like, a chatty Kathy, and I want to help as many people as I can. I love animals, and so. The worst thing you'll ever be asked on a wrestling podcast, would you ever consider wrestling a rock? Not Dwayne Johnson, Scooter. Not the country. An actual rock. An actual... Yeah. Yeah, I probably would. <laughs> and I, I don't think this needs any explanation, but... James? Yeah, Psycho Mike wrestled a rock yep. in an arm, uh, an arm man match that lasted two weeks. <laughs> Great. Psycho Mike is the best. Like... <laughs> But I would I would wrestle a rock, not the rock. I would wrestle a rock for sure. Hey, we're specifically asking for the rock, that rock, the rock. Yeah, that rock. Oh, uh, I wrestle the rock. Yes, that rock, they rock. Yeah. Okay. Hi. <laughs> and here at Wrestling with we love Tracy Smothers. Do you know mm-hmm. the acronym for Doug? For Doug. 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 T-H-E. No. And it's not the Doug version. I do not. And not Dougonomics. Not Dougonomics. 
I do not, though. You'll have to let you have to educate me. T is for terrible, H is for hell, U is for ugly, and G is for jail. Because a dog can't spell. spell. (laughs) And that's how you spell duck. Now it is once again time for that segment Crystal Moon's Bizarre Adventure. You're a pro wrestler that goes up and down the road, and weird, crazy, bizarre things are bound to happen. Can you tell us a road story that fits that description? Oh, okay. I I would say weird and crazy. I would say, like, series of ever-changing cars. <laughs> okay. Um, so... Yeah, it. So we were. It's actually one of the most recent. Um, we were, a group of us were on our way to Montreal to go and wrestle for IWS, um, where I got to wrestle speedball. Um, so we were leaving Kitchener at about four o'clock a.m. and we were waiting at our meeting spot, and it was like five to like. Five to four, we're all getting ready to go. And the driver of our carpool messaged and said, Hey, I'm still about an hour out. I'm going to get there as fast as I can. And we're like, Buddy, we're going to be late. Like, we can't. Are you sure you can drive? Like, you've been driving. Like, he was coming from, like, Sudbury all the way to London, then from London to to Kitchener and he hadn't really slept and we're like, okay, we got to figure something out. So he ended up staying home and sleeping because he was just on like a bender and it was crazy. So we were going to take my, like uh, mine and my partner's car that we just got brand new, like brand spanking new. We haven't like driven really anywhere with it. So we pile into this, our like SUV and we're about to pull out to go to Montreal and the engine light comes on. Oh. We we got it on the Wednesday. We were leaving on the Saturday. We just bought it. Everything was serviced. They were like, yeah, it's fine. You can take it. Yeah, it's great. We're like, oh, my God. It shut off. So we were <laughs> like, oh, no. What are we going to do? So we managed to turn it on and get it in the parking structure. And then we're like, okay, last resort. We have to get into someone else's car. And it had, like, no suspension. <laughs> so on the way to Montreal, we had, like, had to figure out how to do our, like, pack our baggage. Like, I was sitting in the back. Every bump we hit, I swear, it hit my head on the roof. Ooh. I feel like the bags, like, fell on me a couple times. It- <laughs> we, in a matter of, like, one trip, we went through three cars. We... Needless to say, we made it to Montreal and back, but it was, there was a couple times where it was dicey, like, especially the construction in Montreal was awful. We're like, we're in the city, we just needed to make it to the venue. Like, we need to figure this out. But yeah, we went through three cars in a matter of one trip. Um, So that was the weirdest thing. One of the weirdest things recently that happened to me. Um, Luckily enough, we got our car to um, the dealership and they fixed it and they actually needed to replace something actually. So 
I'm happy that it happened in a parking lot and not halfway through Montreal and we were stuck in the middle of nowhere. Um, but yeah, that was one of the most recent weird stories. Um, but yeah. So it's like the car ride was more of a match than your actual match. <laughs> yeah. That was honestly, I think I was more terrified about getting there with the jump from car to car to car than the match itself. On a more serious note, where do you see yourself in five years? Where do I see myself in five years? Um, I would love if if you would have asked me this question, like when I first started wrestling and first started training, my number one answer would be, I want to be signed by WWE, like a hundred percent. But now, now as like the landscape of wrestling has changed and like my my training and who I am has changed. I just want to be able to do wrestling full time, whether that is with WWE or it's with impact or AEW or travel all over the state for different promotions um, and do it every weekend and be able to do that. Um, That's where I'd love to be. Um, But that's hundred percent what I want to be doing. Just wrestling as much as I can. Um, and have more dogs. That's always a big thing. I currently only have one. Um, but I, if I had my, if I had my way, I would have probably ten dogs right now. Um, but in my in my apartment, um, I can't really have as many dogs as I want. <laughs> um, and uh, just to be just to be happy. Like I know that's like cliche and cheesy, but like just to be happy with every aspect of my life and um, continue to have the friends that I have. And yeah. That's great. That's not cheesy. That's fantastic. <laughs> I know. Timber going to be like, where are my dogs at? I know. <laughs> you got to play, play DMX for Timber. A hundred percent. It's, it's tough because so like story why we're, it's, it's a sad note, but the reason why we're putting in her into doggy daycare is that my dog that I've had since I was 13 passed away in June. Oh, so sorry. So his, uh, her older brother passed and she's having a hard time being by herself. Um, so that's why we're putting in her doggy daycare. But, um, yeah, she wants, she wants more brothers and sisters, dog brother and sisters. So she's, she's waiting for that moment where I bring one home. She's, she'll be excited. So. All right, we'll see. Because as long as the dog don't go, who's this bitch? And I, you, that's when you. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm. I'm. Uh, that's why we don't want to wait too too long to get another dog. Because once she gets comfortable being like the only dog in the house, she's gonna be like, "This is my mom. She's my mom first. That's my dad. That's my yeah. bed." You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> no, no, no. So we're hopefully. I'm hoping by the. By the end of the year, I have another. We have another dog roaming around, but that's the yeah. See, Timber agrees. <laughs> <laughs> First time I've seen a dog give like confirmation for everything you've said. <laughs> yeah, I feel like my dog is going to be more popular than I am because the last couple podcasts I've done, she's taken over. They're like, who did that in the background? Is that Timber? I'm like, why do people know? People know my dog more than they know me. <laughs> this oh, is get, get her Instagram. I People have at, told me that. At They're Timberland. Like, 
<laughs> that's hey i should ah, probably will now that you mentioned that i'll give you credit on that if, if that's what we name it yeah. oh yeah yes <laughs> we will hold you to that <laughs> this interview with this upcoming interview with crystal moon and kimbo <laughs> <laughs> And what is a match people should go out of their way to? Uh, what is a match that people should go out of their way to see that best shows off what Crystal Moon is all about? Oh, um, best match. I would say um, I'm very. There's a couple matches that I'm really proud of. Um, I do have uh, a match with um, Aiden Prince. That one I'm very proud of. Um, I would love to do it again now that I have more experience. Um, but that was like one of the matches that really kind of put me in the forefront of people's minds. Uh, I also had have sorry um, a tag match with me, <laughs> Nate and Prince versus Gabriel Fuerza and Alexia Nicole. Um, I I also credit a lot to um, Gabriel Fuerza and Alexia in my career. They've helped me out a lot um, and really pushed me. So that's a really big one for me. And also I have any, honestly, any really match with Alexia, I really enjoy and I want people to watch. Not only obviously to watch me, but I think she is um, one of the best wrestlers Canada has. Um, so once she comes back from injury, I really want to see her kind of just go crazy and go and wrestle in the States and someone really take um, eyes on her. Yeah, absolutely. We love Gabriel here. And he probably likes you a lot, uh, more than us because you say his name properly. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, I had to like practice it when I first met him. I was like, I had to practice it a couple times. I was like, I can't say his name wrong. <laughs> Well, Just roll the R. Fuerza. See? Yeah. I can't roll my R's, damn it. I know. It sounds like you're saying Guy Fieri or <laughs> And since we're nearing the conclusion of this interview, we are wrestling with the eight questions of Doom. Oh, okay. No actual Doom to be incurred. This is our bonus round, our speed round, the round where we see who you really are. Are you ready, Crystal? I'm terrified, but yes. Excluding yourself, greatest wrestler of all time. Eddie Guerrero. Worst wrestler of all time. Oh, there's a lot, but I'm going to say at the top of my head, Eva Marie. Yes. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. You are correct. <laughs> Your main event in WrestleMania for the Women's World Championship. Who is your opponent? Oh, uh, does it have to be current WWE or can it be anybody? Anybody. Past, present. Past, present, future. Uh, I'm going to say Lita. Oh, good one. Mm. If you could come out to anyone's entrance music, past or present, who would it be? Oh, I just listened to it on my way home. Um, Victoria's old music. It was that lady to mess with. I'm the lady uh, mess oh, with. Okay. Okay, not tattoo. Uh, no, time. the one before that. It's like the Nicki Minaj one. Yeah. I was just looking. It's great. Yeah. It's, yeah. Finish the sentence. Kayfabe is... Still real to me, damn it. 
Yes. <laughs> Great Best <pencil>. answer ever. <laughs> Great. I'm happy I popped you guys with that one. Squash. Fruit or vegetable? Vegetable. See? Eat the vegan. Or agree with the vegan. See? Yeah. She knows what's up. It's actually a fruit. <laughs> I, it's, a, you know, it's a vegetable to me, damn it. <laughs> there we go! Yes! 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 And we will not argue that. Well, <laughs> damn it. You were officially in good graces with Coleco Yachts. That means a hell of a, hell of a lot more. You're part yes! of the squad. At least I'm, over, I'm over with somebody. Yes. <laughs> She's VP right now based on that answer. That's what I'm talking about. It means more than science. <laughs> <laughs> New Japan wrestler Tai Chi. His ring gear gets smaller every year, revealing more of himself to the world. My question. What is the appropriate trunks to butt cheek ratio for ring gear? Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Ah. Oh. You know what? You gotta show a little bit. You. Gotta... I'm more on the cheek side. Let's do, like, oh, no. Okay. Shoot. <laughs> Shoot. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> you know what? No, let's stay safe. Let's do like, oh, I don't know. Show a little, you got to show a little bit of cheek. Let's do like 70, 30, no, 60, 40, 60 trunk, 40 butt, butt cheek. Okay. <laughs> I, that, you know, that, that stumped me. I had to like think about it. Like, yeah, that was a good one. Okay. <laughs> now I'm just thinking about trunks and butt cheeks right now. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I know she put a math problem into that moment. <laughs> I did. I did. It's like back in the day when they're like, Susie, uh, Susan gets on the train for 2.5 kilometers and oh, yes. in the direction of north. That was going through my head with the butt cheek to trunk ratio, New Japan. <laughs> what material did they use? <laughs> What is the proper formula equation for <laughs> MC squared or butt cheek minus trunk plus oh pan equals Bro. MC squared. <laughs> oh my goodness. If we don't get you with one question, another one is right around the corner to stump you. <laughs> and, the, and the main event, the last question, the thing everybody wants to know. Have you ever had a conversation with a stranger in a supermarket about Darby Allen? About what, sorry? About Darby Allen. Um, no. And that is the correct answer. No. And that will conclude this. I <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on and doing this with us, Crystal. Thanks for having me. I had a, I had a blast, and now I'm going to write out the, the math equation for trunks now. <laughs> Thank you. you. You know what? If it's good, we will use that. <laughs> 
proper formula? What is the proper formula equation for trunks? <laughs> so Believe- B would be butt cheek. Butt cheek equals Tai Chi minus or times <laughs> or divided. <laughs> well, if you know our guest would not would would homework now. Awesome. Yeah, right? <laughs> Fantastic. Once again, could you tell us where you can uh, we can find you on social media and your merchandise? Yes, yeah, so uh, my Instagram is uh, Chris the Moon underscore PW. Same for Twitter. Um, don't have Facebook. Um, and then I have a Pro Wrestling Tees page as well. We can order my shirts um, and look up for a new design in the next couple weeks. That'll be up. And yeah, hopefully you guys like my t-shirts. <laughs> and you don't even have to look for those links. They're in the description of the video below, both on YouTube and CastBox. Just click it. You'll be there. You've been listening to her for a little over an hour. Buy a damn short. <laughs> And if you like what we're doing, please like, subscribe, comment, vote on YouTube and CastBox. Join us this Saturday for a preview and review show. Join us next Wednesday as we interview Christian Robinson for our one-year anniversary interviews. It should be a great and special one. Uh, the week after that, we got Ike the Bite. And the week after that, I can just confirm this, Alexia Nicole will be on the show. And you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Wrestling with E. You can follow us individually as well. Uh, of course, this episode was uh, sponsored by Rogue Energy. Use promo code Wrestling with E. Follow us individually as well. I'm at James J993. Book and A. Coleco. You can find me at I am Coleco from all my shenanigans from LAX FanFest. And book and they find Scooter. They can find me in the back seat of their cars, but if they want to find me on social media, it's at ScooterDust on Twitter. And of course, join me and Rico Constantino Jr. on Twitch or the Smoking Dragons Clan, twitch.tv backslash Smoking Dragons. Now, when, uh, Crystal, when I say wrestling wit, you say entertainment. Alrighty. For every special guest, Crystal Moon, Coleco Yacht, Scooter Dust, I'm James Shea, and this has been Wrestling With Entertainment. <laughs> no, thank you so much. This was awesome. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I had a blast. Oh, absolutely. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and uh, just once again, this is coming out. Um, uh, October 20th. Um, I put it all over social media. Uh, if you could just give us a retweet, that'd be greatly appreciated. Awesome. Sounds great. I definitely will. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. You oh, too. Thank you. Have a good day. Okay, bye. bye. Good day. Good night. Hey, guys. This is Brutal Bob Evans from Hangs with Bob Seminars and TheWrestleLife.com. And you are listening to Wrestling With Entertainment, one of my favorite podcasts in the whole wide world. Hey, folks, this is the Colossal Mike Law, and you are listening to Wrestling With Entertainment. Enjoy the show. Support these guys. We appreciate it very much. We'll see you at ringside.